1: time and it's feeling right.
2: You're looking for a love that lasts.
1: You'll find Find it it at romance romance in the podcast.
2: Ooh, ooh, baby, you had me at hello. Ooh, I love you.
1: I know. Ooh, ooh, baby, you're the wind beneath my wings. Ooh, ah, I'll have what she's having.
0: Thank you
3: for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at Hello. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Mikey Randolph. And I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week, Mikey, revenge made us watch (laughs) The The Hottie and the Naughty. So this was the first time we had all seen this movie, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what was it like, Mikey, your first time watching this, knowing it
1: was your fault? I meticulously (laughs) picked this movie because I was like, it's got to be bad and offensive to Todd and Paige specifically, yes, but not too bad where it's good, which is hard, and I think I failed because... (laughs) Because Mikey liked this movie. I'm going to make a hard hot take here. Do it. This is the best parody of a romantic comedy I've ever seen. (laughs) You're giving (laughs) us way too much credit, my man. (laughs) And it accidentally did it in a way that if they did it on purpose, it would have been genius, but they didn't, and it's terrible. I'm
0: with you, Mikey, in that I feel like this movie is so close to being good. (laughs) It it really is. It is.
1: But I don't think it meant to be there. I don't think any of the choices meant it to be good.
0: No, and, and I like... I, I hate to say it. I Like, I don't want this movie to be good. And I'll be real. It's not good good. This movie's not just solidly good. No. This movie is just left of center of being good. Like, if good is
1: true <laughs> north... It's like a little Northeast. But like if it had a couple of more concepts, it went a little bit more over the top. It would have been like date movie, but like better, which it gets close to as like a parody of like, she's all that plus like four other movies we've seen. Uh, I guess my, my thing with this movie is this movie is legitimately
0: funny. There is some actual intentional comedy in this film that (laughs) succeeds. Also, I don't know if it's the set designer or the director or what somebody who made this movie has a raging hard design boner for mid-century modern <laughs> like 10 years before everyone else did and I love it. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah, this came out 2008, Page They were way yeah. ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. They
0: were so and I want to live in every house in this movie
3: Well you better be a
1: fucking multi-millionaire
0: <laughs> Yeah I pulled numbers I had to look at what
1: year uh, this movie came out Because the clothes While the movie was from 2008 The clothes are from 1998 Yeah that's a little strange <laughs> I watched this movie with a girl A friend And she's like what year is this from All this low rise I, I, Stuff I wouldn't have noticed And I was like I think it's from the mid 2000s yeah. But they're dressing like it's
0: like Two thousand The clothes yeah. are like five years off. The design is like.
3: Ten years in the future. <laughs>
1: like ten years in the
0: future, but also yeah. 40 years in the past. Uh, it's great. The year that this movie came out is going to be very important in Fun Facts. Because this movie was almost cast very differently. And instead, something else very different different and significant happened. And so, I will talk about it in Fun Facts.
3: Well, I can't wait. So, Paige, what was your first experience with it? like?
0: Oof. I watched this today mm-hmm. after Mikey had already watched it and said that he loved it. Yes. And I was like, either this is gonna be so bad it's funny, or somehow be good. And it's ah oh,
1: God. Um, either. So did it did it make you mad? Did it work? Did the revenge pick um, work?
0: No. I didn't get mad because I feel like This movie, it wants to have it two different ways. And that's what bothers me about this movie. Because on the one hand, there's so much in this movie that's like, you should take time to know people regardless of their exterior. And you should just be yourself. I knew you were going to bring this up. I
3: wanted you to bring this up. So The movie
0: shouts that from the mountaintops, but then also makes the (laughs) main character change everything about
1: herself. And so, <laughs> and he didn't like her. He didn't like her till she was hot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I hate that so much. <laughs>
3: it's like they were like, this is a problematic behavior, but let us show that that is what this movie is.
1: I did enjoy that they really did ugly up someone. Oh, they really
3: leaned into that. Yeah.
0: He- here's the other thing, though. Here's what I will say I do appreciate that her makeover is just the best version of her. Mm-hmm. Like she's not crazy hot She's normal looking She's p- I mean, pretty hot Yeah
1: she's doing fine
0: I mean compared to what she looked like before She's fine She's fine,
3: fine. When she's dressed as Audrey
1: Hepburn And looks smoking hot That is not just yeah. like I'm okay Like I had a makeover three weeks ago And now like my legs are in shape
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, the the fact that she, well, they hide the fact that she's got a great body the whole movie. (laughs)
1: Except the yoga scene, they have, like, a body double. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, because her legs were, like, real weird looking. Not just, like, the acne, but, like, the shape. I think it was, like, an old man. You think it was an old man? (laughs) An old man. (laughs) My frustration with this is it's like they wanted to make
0: a movie about liking someone despite their exterior, but they couldn't, they just couldn't have a guy date an ugly girl. And I'm just like, this is bullshit.
1: (laughs) Ah, this did work.
0: I mean, it didn't make me angry so much as I was like, what person in production gave them these notes?
3: So Paige, I have some fun facts about Who produced this movie? And I could probably answer some of those questions for you. Well,
0: before you do, (laughs) I would say, I I think I just have a problem in general with movies that the whole point is for the main character to treat a woman that defies beauty standards as human. And we're supposed to celebrate him for that. And that's some bullshit. And I would so much rather see something like Dumplin' or even Easy A kind of does this as well, where a guy just likes a girl and is like, fuck everybody else. I like you for whatever it is, for whatever reason. I like you. And that's enough. And this movie just couldn't do it. (laughs) And it's not some like I don't expect anything different. I wasn't expecting this movie to do anything.
1: No, objectively, this movie is terrible.
0: It does so much work <laughs> earlier on To make you think that like Hey maybe they realize how shitty this is And then it just hard lefts Into still being shitty
1: yeah. Paris Hilton's acting is the worst
0: Oh she's terrible in this yes. She is terrible Is she in good in
3: anything Like serious question I've never seen a movie where she wasn't wooden It Like she was in this
0: There is a YouTube video of her Attempting to make lasagna while wearing gloves I highly recommend it to everybody
3: but that's not acting, though, right? Like, that's just her being her.
0: Oh, I don't think she actually cooks. I'm going to call it acting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the question is, though, Paige, is it one lasagna or is it two
1: lasagnas?
0: She barely manages one lasagna.
1: <laughs> but she's so bad. She makes everyone else seem like good actors, Which, but they're also bad. But I, it's a weird, like... We've lowered the bar, so like enjoy the other scene.
3: Joel David Moore has been in a lot of stuff. I think he's a great actor, but like next to Paris Hilton, he looks like fucking Pavarotti next to me. Like
0: Todd, I'm going to be real with you. He looks like tall you. <laughs> <laughs> we, watched, we watched tall Todd flop around this movie, chasing after Paris Hilton for an hour and a half. Oh, and
3: then yes. realizing
1: he liked the ugly girl who's no longer ugly. Let's play a game. On the count <clears throat> yes. of three, let's name our favorite character in this movie. Count to three, count
0: to
1: three, count to three. One, two, three, Randy. Colts Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite because he has the most accurate Star Trek rant I have ever heard in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's all true? And I was like, that's really deep Trek lore that they've pulled for this film. They got real Borgie with it, they
0: got real Borgie with yeah. it. Yeah i said randy
3: i know i heard you say randy yeah which one was randy
0: <laughs> he's the one with the christabel shirt he is uh, su- <laughs> he is suffering from albinism and has to stay 40 feet away from her at all times yes because he a cracked me up order. every time he was on screen because ev- he's like nice <laughs> to everybody He's just he's randy and so every time they're like hey randy he's just hi guys Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I also like the 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 douchey guy Who's like hey girl are those shoulder blades Or angel wings <laughs> the, the, the,
0: the ship The ship captain I almost <laughs> said ship pilot And I was like Paige that's not what it yeah, is the,
1: the ship pilot
3: it's, it's about right though I think tall me does a great Job in this though <laughs> <laughs> I really hated this movie Though Mikey like it worked on me Like I hated it <laughs> So good. I watched it twice because I watched it two nights ago. You watched it twice. Thinking we were recording last night, and then by mid today, I was like, "Fuck, I don't remember any of this movie." <laughs> so I literally put it on today while I was while I was I was like working.
1: So I like half watched it. Okay. I I watched it twice. I think maybe I liked it because I knew I was making you watch it, which gave me like a sick enjoyment.
3: Yeah, you had the added benefit of knowing that I also had to watch it. So maybe we should just get into this movie so we can talk about it as we go through it But I cannot wait for the fun facts And then for some of the stuff I'm going to tell you guys during box office Because it's a bonkers
0: I avoided seeing like the full box office uh, So that I didn't have to recuse myself But I have one or two facts about it
3: Nice, All right. awesome Well, let's get into it
0: So we open on kids in a classroom with a voiceover That's this whole like, you know the girl that you run breathless to To tell her how you feel and it's very like put a girl on a pedestal nonsense, and then we find out that who which girl it is, and it's just a blonde girl, uh, and her name is Krista Yeah. Because every person's name in this movie is fucking bonkers. <laughs> yes. Chris. There's not there's not a single normal
1: name in this movie. I was like, did they say Kristen Bell? <laughs> <laughs> the main character's first name is Kristen Bell.
3: Because this is the bad place, Mikey (laughs) This
0: movie is the bad place So, Chris Christabel is his childhood crush. He makes her like a giant Valentine. Wait, does he? Well, we don't
3: know until the end. The end of this movie is so bonkers. Like, I (laughs) hated this
1: so much. I was like, oh, they re-edited his life to make this ending work.
0: (laughs) I know. I know, right? Did you mean Leah Hayden? Home.
2: Wow. Who would you
0: like to call?
3: Nobody. (laughs) Calling nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey's phone starts to ring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's going the joke about my brother's truck <laughs> Be mad at the truck, not at me <laughs> How I can I be mad at that truck? It's got a sweet, sweet bumper <laughs> I hated watching it kill my brother But I loved watching it drive away
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh god you're a bad person Mike, oh. you can get away with it, but I can't Oh, he just loves that off-ramp, baby Pick <laughs> the tires and light the fires I'm No, saying? no Todd lives in the danger zone <laughs> <laughs> At
3: least of humor, for sure <laughs> <laughs> These last two episodes have been Touch and go, my friend
1: well, That's my strategy
3: <laughs> Touch and go Alright, Paige, uh, Paige, we gotta get into it It's gonna get worse and worse It is. Yeah.
2: Reven of the, <laughs> <laughs>
3: to the danger,
0: danger zone. Zone. Uh anyway, the voiceover says sometimes things don't work out and we get a Chiron that says twenty years later, somewhere in Maine. And he's sitting and playing a real terrible song for a girlfriend who is not impressed.
1: I feel like this is Like a Todd life moment.
0: (laughs) This is where I realized how much he looked like Todd. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sweet, sweet revenge um,
0: I just have in, in my notes Because she breaks the guitar over his head And in my notes after I just have Sweet, merciful silence
3: <laughs> I mean, I can't play guitar either And this guy is terrible at it as well So it all checks out
0: <laughs> I like that she like literally Hits him across the face with a guitar And he's just like, is everything okay, honey? <laughs> (laughs) And she's like, you don't get it. Your songs are always about stuff I did. Like that time I shaved your head and spray painted your car. And he's like, I know why you did that, by the way. Because you were mad? So she's clearly unwell,
3: I I would say. These are overreactions. She tries to murder him in this scene. I don't know, man. I know what it's like to date me. And I can only imagine if it was a taller version of me, it would be a nightmare. So she's just trying to
1: break free. I get it. It makes sense. This whole thing checked out. God, imagine the arrogance of Todd with like 12 more um, inches.
0: (laughs) I'll keep you playing professional basketball at that point. I would say that the most questionable thing she does in this entire scene is next where she's like, I'm taking my drawer and just takes the entire drawer, drawer. The whole drawer. That's
3: so funny I do love that he comes out Comes down the stairs And says Are you gonna take like The whole drawer? Like, yeah, the actual drawer? <laughs> I mean why don't you Just take
0: the whole nightstand? <laughs> she doesn't And we see later That she's just taken it Out of the nightstand And left the hole Yeah And that I don't know why that made me laugh. It so made me laugh too. <laughs> I was
1: like, Oh no, this,
0: but like when that happened, I was like, I get why Mikey loved this movie. <laughs> Cause, that's
1: hysterical. Cause that's so
0: dumb. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause he's like,
1: I get that you want to leave me, but like, can I have the drawer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what are you going to do with a single drawer that doesn't fit in anything in your house? And I'm just going to have a hole in my dresser. <laughs> to be honest, I'm hoping that I never have to go through a breakup again I, That would be my goal But if I do, I'm taking a drawer
1: <laughs> I think it's a better move Than running him over with her car
0: Honestly, instead of burning a dude's clothes Take a drawer It's so funny <laughs> Like, it's the best shit ever How's he gonna replace it? Good luck, never He's gonna have
3: to go on overstock.com And buy the cheapest dresser he can find <laughs>
0: You're right. He's going to to replace the whole dresser because yeah. you took the one drawer. <laughs> oh, I love it
3: so much. But yeah, then she does attempts to murder him. Yes.
0: She does attempt to murder him. Yeah. And then his voiceover is like, she overreacted, which I think is hysterical. But she was right. Uh, And then he's like, no other girl would make me happy. And he reveals that he still has Christabel's school
3: photo in his drawer, which is creepy.
1: So bad.
3: A.F. What would have been really funny is if. It was in the drawer that was in her car. So, like, instead of zooming it in (laughs) to, like, the empty drawer, if it zoomed out of the empty drawer and it was in her car, that shit, I thought of that maybe halfway through watching this. And I was like, oh, man, that would have been hilarious. Oh, Oh, man.
0: Anyways, we get, like, a little flashback where he's like, how could I have noticed the hurdles I would have to overcome? And this is the first place we meet June Fig, P-H-I-G-G. And it's Christabel's best friend who has no Valentines, which is just like brutal.
3: It's so sad. When I was in like that level of grade, like in first grade or second grade, like we bought valentines for like legit everybody in class. We did too. Yeah. We
0: were required to buy them for everyone. Oh, were in class. you? I don't right. think yeah.
3: I was, but I mean, my mom gave me a stack of them, and she was like, "Here, are all the kids in your class write their name on them."
1: But then again, again, I never had a caveman's daughter in my class. <laughs>
3: god mikey is bringing the heat again this week
1: i'm gonna say this is a
0: bad take and i'm just gonna back up and let you have it
1: she looks like the geico commercial
0: yeah because no one's gonna wax a first grader and if you did cps would probably get called cps would have been called because she has very poor hygiene That is something that, like, the movie, they're they're portraying this as if they're like, look at her, she's hideous. And I'm like, she clearly has health issues or something. Like, you guys
3: are so cruel. She needs a Kleenex and a skin regimen. She'll be fine.
0: Yeah. This movie is so offensive. It is very offensive. But here's the other thing this movie does that is really confusing. For a huge section of this movie, Christabel... Paris Hulson's character, is actually incredibly kind. Yeah. And a good friend. Yeah. But then the movie wants to have it both ways and at the end tries to turn her into a super superficial bitch. And I'm <laughs> like, she's the only one that's been this girl's friend the whole time. Right. Like, she's the only one that has defended her and everything. And then in the end, they want to flip it like, no, she's an evil superficial bitch. Anyway, so she tells June I have a valentine for you in my backpack. I just haven't had a chance to give them out yet. Which is basically like, hey, I know you don't have any, but I have one for you. Yeah. It's her truly being a good friend to her. And we cut to modern day where Nate, who is tall Todd, is going to try and find her. And so he goes to Los Angeles, which it's implied that they lived in Los Angeles, grew up in Los Angeles. He moved away at some point and now he's coming back. Yeah, And he's coming back to the house of his friend, Arno Blount, because no one has normal names in this movie.
1: (laughs) But this is his best friend from first grade, right, that he hasn't seen since, like, first grade?
0: One of my current adult best friends I met in the first
1: grade. But I'd say that's a rarity. It's not super
3: common. Yeah, I agree with Paige. Yeah. I have a very important question to ask at this point. Mm -hmm. Sure. At what point did Nate or Tall Todd as we've been calling him move away? Because if he moved away in like the second grade, this movie's real creepy. That's what it implies. That's it, what this it movie
0: implies.
1: Is really creepy.
0: Nothing makes sense. <laughs> it implies that he moved away in the second grade but kept in contact with Arno specifically at least. I thought he cuz like the first scene
1: they're like catching up. They are, but we don't know how long it's been since okay. they've talked. Arno's mom, though, real cool. Oh, I
0: love Arno's mom. Actually, she's my favorite character in this movie. Because <laughs> she is a hefty helping of bonkers, and I am here for it. Also, she has kept her house exactly the same for 30 years.
1: And it's the best. Oh, so
0: I love bad. that house. I love everything in that house. And she is full-blown corn cobs. She is she, she kept like, the house the same yeah but then she's also she keeps holiday candies in stock that's, that's, year that's, round yeah. because, because Arda Arda he likes, likes them. them but then <laughs> She also was like, can I get you a Courvoisier or a Cocoa? And I'm like, those are your two choices? (laughs) Do you want brandy or hot Cocoa? Also here are Peeps and Chocolate Santas at the same time.
1: It's so funny. I was like, this movie is bonkers. I was like, damn it. (laughs) This family dynamic is very problematic though. And it makes me very uncomfortable.
0: Oh,
3: it's concerning uh, AF.
1: Yeah, I was concerned with the scene that this movie was too bonkers that you might enjoy it, Todd.
3: <laughs> well, when it implies that he's seen his mother's bikini line, I was yeah. out. You a little peach fuzz? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> On my mom, no. On your mom? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably cut that because they both listen. I don't want that in their lives. Yeah,
1: that's true. We, we are, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. If your mom listens, last week's joke's really not going to go well.
3: Yeah, my mom's me. literally going to be crying when she listens to her favorite movie episode. Yeah. So just like be thinking about that next time you say something. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs>
0: moving on uh, Arno is played by the Greg Wilson yes uh, who is a comic in Los Angeles that I have as like a passing acquaintance of mine oh yeah did not yeah I didn't know he was in this movie and so watching it And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) So that was weird for me. Are you Uh, telling me
1: he doesn't talk about this film as something he's really proud of?
0: I'm sure it's a credit, but I had never, it didn't make the connection. Well, can I just say this real quick? Yeah.
1: That dude's done a
3: lot. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. He's still working. Like- So I mean it's on his IMDB But he's done a lot of stuff since this So I wouldn't talk about this either Even if this was like Shawshank Redemption I'd be like that was you know 10 years ago I got a bunch of credits since then Yeah, 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 And he's honestly great in this Like he is one of the funny parts in this He is
0: but something that I find really Really weird and there's no Explanation for it in the movie so His house is still in it's like Stuck in the 70s it's like it never Changed Right.
3: but not only that he wears 70s clothes the whole time. Yes. Oh, you mean like his mom might dress him like his dad might have dressed if he hadn't passed away early and their relationship is horrific and we probably shouldn't dig into it too much? Yeah, real troubling. Yeah. Real, real
1: troubling. Yeah. Uh, but he's the kind of guy who takes his mom on dates. Is it as <laughs> troubling as keeping a notebook with minute by minute itinerary of someone you knew in first grade?
3: He's also doing that! He's yes! also doing <laughs> that!
1: <laughs> yes!
0: This is one mother boy dance short of an arrested development episode, yes. and it is
3: upsetting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is upsetting? His understanding of physics. Because oh. the, the rules of this movie that he sets up as a natural
1: law of physics is wildly inaccurate. The friend who I watched this with, she had just gone through, she's just going through a breakup and I was like, hey, we're friends, come over, I have a movie I have to watch. It's <laughs> not going to be a movie that's going to remind you of anything bad because it's going to be really dumb. And this scene, she was like, why does he have a notebook? <laughs>
3: and you were like, well, here's my notebook on you. <laughs> I show that. That you should be ovulating this week yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I wanted you to come over For a special sort of an evening uh.
0: no, it wasn't <laughs> Let's make some egg salad
3: If you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry Let's, let's keep going mm. Yeah Let's get out of this conversation (laughs) as quickly as fucking possible. So Paige, this scene, you want to continue? Let's move on. (laughs) In this
0: morass of Oedipal uncomfortableness, discomfort?
3: Discomfort. Yeah, it's not good.
0: This is where he reveals that he kept tabs on literally everyone from school but specifically Christabel
3: yeah like he invented Facebook but instead of Facebook it's these folders
0: but also
1: it's 2008 so
3: we fully already
1: have Facebook
3: oh I know yeah
1: and then his mom is like listening to him talking about stalking people and she's like he's so good yeah she's like good
0: job good detectiving honey here's more peeps uh so (laughs) this is also where he he gives his thoughts on physics which it are the hotness of one girl is directly proportional to the ugliness of her best friend, which, awesome. hey, we have personality. We got that going for us. And he's going to have to get past her best friend, Jane Fig, uh, to date her and, quote, Jane Fig will destroy you. <laughs> and so he gives him basically a list of, like, where she's going to be, what time she'll be there. And so we cut to Tall Todd sitting on a bench <laughs> in between... A man who is uh, who has albinism, and then another guy that has a sign that says "Marry me," and the one with albinism has a shirt that says Christabel, but it's like Krista, and then Bell. <laughs> it's like not yeah, like, it's not
3: good. Well, you couldn't fit the whole name across one, right? You got to put Krista and then Bell. I mean, you could if you
0: really like. Budgeted your letters But it's like that John Mulaney quote Of like happy birthday songs They're like A big ass H A big ass B Yeah uh, And then it doesn't fit So she's running And she's saying hi To literally everyone As she runs Yeah. So it's almost like She's like I know they're all out here To see me But hello And
3: she runs Like an insane person She doesn't breathe <laughs> She I don't know I, This is like Also the first of like Nine slow-mo shots Of her that, like, yeah. oh, man, it's really clear whoever made this movie was, like, really thought she was the hottest woman ever, and that sort of grosses me out. The
1: The title of the film is The Hottie and the Naughty. I mean, I get
3: that, but you don't need nine slow-mo
1: shots of the main character. <laughs> well, he goes on to direct 300. No, the guy who directed this
0: never directed anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Unlocking a fun fact: This was his first and his last film. Oh, no. I feel bad for him.
3: Don't feel bad for him.
0: I don't. So she says hi to everyone. And then Nate, I think, realizes as he's sitting there, he's like, wait, I know her in person. I could just go say hi. Like,
3: why am I just sitting here with these chumps? You know what's crazy, though? She knows all of them in person. All of them could do that. Like, she knows all of them by name. She says hi to a few of them by name. She knows the stalker, quote unquote stalker, because she says his name later, Randy, right? right? So she knows him. They've spent days together in court. (laughs) (laughs) So any of them, aside from Randy, could do this.
0: Right. Uh, But so he jogs after her. He sniffs her like a total creep. Does anybody smell
1: anybody like that? Is that a real thing? Mikey. Whoa. Whoa! (laughs) Now, I have mentioned that I've taken a sniffer two of a lady friend.
0: (laughs) 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 But
3: it was consensual.
1: (laughs) sensual sniff sensual sniff and i'll say you smell nice and then i'll do a real like to like really make it funny so i'm not as weird as it is Oh, yeah, that makes it less weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am single, ladies?
0: <laughs> Mikey is pungent,
3: ladies. Mikey prefers it when you don't shower, ladies. No, I like a good smell. I like a nice... Pungent, musty smell. Yeah, like no. post-workout, just home from the gym, maybe sit in the sauna for 30 minutes, get a real pungent.
1: Oh, I, I wanted to smell that toenail after it flies off oh. that scene. Oh, <laughs> Todd can't play this game, Paige, because I can make Todd gag <laughs> from words. Oh,
3: God! That, I almost threw up when I. We, we'll get there. Holy shit, Mikey! Oh, Paige, have you not known
1: you can just make him gag by describing disgusting no, things? No,
0: I didn't. Oh, uh, what
1: will you do with this newfound power?
0: <laughs> a hollowed-out cantaloupe full of barf. Oh,
3: stop
1: it! Don't. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. And you dip the toenail in it like, like naturally. Like a chip. The uh,
0: like uh, But you double dip. Uh, like you got to double. dip I literally
3: so took that... my headphones off, so I can't hear you guys. It was too much. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! All I hear is I you laughing, you bastards. <laughs>
0: take a long time to get a whole bowl of toenails oh god i I
3: came
1: back just for the whole bowl of toenails it's the the same toenail because it's thick it's like a dipping stick oh Uh, oh like like fun dip yeah
3: (laughs) oh god are you done sure oh my god Mm. okay i'm back
0: so he tackles her Yes. And they get up, and he's
3: like, Oh, hey, uh, aren't you Christabel Abbott? Well, no. <laughs> they get up, and she's like, uh were you smelling me and he's like (laughs) oh no sorry and then she just starts to run like it's a normal thing like that happens to her like twice a week here's how slow she's running because this
0: boggled
2: my (laughs) mind while i was watching it
3: i love this page she's
0: running and he's just walking next to her at a normal pace it's like a 30 (laughs) second
3: scene where she's running and he's just walking
0: which means that she's she's clearly like running almost in place. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, Todd. Those scenes are not slow motion. That's just how fast Paris Hilton moves.
0: <laughs> 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 like that big chubby cat that's on a treadmill with one foot. <laughs> like
3: I love that cat actually. It's one of my favorite <laughs> memes.
0: I'm rooting for him.
3: Yeah, he's gonna figure it out, guys.
0: Oh man. So He's like, aren't you Christabel? We went to school together. And she's like, were you that kid who had the Vienna sausage in his pants? He's like, no, that was Jay Gray. She's like, what about the kid with the pencil up his nose? Oh, no, that was Arno. He's my best friend. And she's like, then you must be Nate Cooper. And at this point, I was like, I do not remember that many people from first grade.
3: Uh, No, I couldn't tell you who my best friend in first grade was.
0: I I know a a handful of my friends and uh, one kid who threw up during the Pledge of Allegiance one day.
1: Why don't they just do like middle school or high school or like a normal movie choice? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was elementary school, man. Like, it's weird.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like the only reason I remember a bunch of people from first grade is because I stayed at that school till fifth grade. So like those were people I knew for years. Yeah. You know, so like that's why you remember them. But yeah, it's real strange. Uh, And they go to lunch. And this is where we find out that Randy, the guy with her name on his shirt is her stalker and has to be 50 or 40 feet away, which if you look in a couple other scenes in the movie, he's always just kind of like off in the distance.
3: Oh, really? That's amazing. It's yeah, so funny. Like
0: oh, there there are a hand, like I said there are a handful of things in this movie that are
1: hilarious. And then It's like there was one guy who was like really funny who like did things. Who punched up the script maybe? Yeah. yeah. Fun fact, it was Randy. <laughs>
0: I'm getting my SAG card for this Yeah Anyway This is where we find out That she works at it As an event planner For a
3: charity group Which is weird Because her party later sucks (laughs) I was gonna bring that up Yeah (laughs) We only see one party Which is okay Like it's a movie It's a truncated time period Of their lives I get that But the one party They should have nailed Because that's her job Blows It's terrible what is his job? Um, His job is unemployed, and they talk about it in the first scene with Arno. He was broke as shit in Maine. And then moved across the country, which easily cost a few thousand dollars to do. And then drops an additional three grand (laughs) on trying
0: to give them a makeover and a spa day and all of these dates. Oh, and
3: all the other shit he pays for? Yeah, like it's, he's blowing through like life savings.
0: You're assuming he has life savings. (laughs) Is he independently wealthy? No, I have no idea It's There's no way it works
3: The one thing I do know is he's currently experiencing homelessness in LA Because there's no way he can afford to have a place in LA If he lives in that shithole in Maine
0: He's staying in Arno at Arno's Oh, is he? Because uh... you do see him kind of camped out on the couch at one point
3: Okay, well I, I bet Arno's glad to have someone in the house To act as sort of a buffer between him and his mom Ugh yeah, probably I mean, that's that's the kind of cock block you need in your life
0: Anyway, this is the first place where she kind of tries to test him Where she's like, I'm pregnant and I don't know who the father is And then she's like, I'm kidding, no boyfriend, no action I think that's again her being like, do you really like Like, are you going to, is this, how are you going to handle this news? But also
3: don't do that That's no bonkers Like that
1: is the meanest thing to do to somebody
0: Yeah, it's not wise.
1: It's a maladaptive coping skill.
0: Yes. (laughs) So at this point, he tells her that he's a personal trainer. Yeah. But it's more of like a mind, body, spirit, life coaching kind of thing.
1: A personal trainer. (laughs)
3: Wow. I feel attacked right now, Mikey. I do all right, although I I will admit I've gotten in much better shape over the past three years because Natalie actually is a personal trainer. Right. And she built like a gym in our garage and is always like, hey, uh, I mean she would never say this, but she's always like, Hey, I'm like way more attractive than you, so maybe like come to the gym with me. <laughs> she's like,
1: I'm pregnant, I don't know who the father is.
3: I'd be like, uh what?
0: I think it was one of the cats. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she invites uh, him out to yoga with her and her roommate Turns yeah. out her roommate is June Now here's the other weird thing Where she's like, June's vegan So she only eats non-fat foods And I'm like, that's not what vegan is Not anywhere close But it does sort of set up Christabel as a not very smart person Yeah, color yeah. me, not surprised Yeah I do think it's interesting also later That they essentially revealed That some of her veganism Was causing her skin issues and I was just like, wow.
1: That's a message I can get behind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also probably, I mean, like different things can affect your skin in different yeah. ways. So may- maybe, but like for it to just be like, no, definitely immediately go to eating ice cream. That's not going to hurt your body at all. Because <laughs> if you've been vegan for a long time and then you're just like, yeah, dairy, let's do it. You're in for a rough ride, my
3: friend. Yeah, your body doesn't handle it well. I was one time, uh, I went uh, skiing with a good friend of mine who was vegan at the time. Is it Chris? I, I don't want to talk about who it is. Do they Wait, do they have a trampoline?
1: Yes, they do have a trampoline, but big people Ooh. aren't allowed to jump on. it. Uh, they were never vegan. They cheated all the time.
3: Yeah, so like we stopped at a McDonald's and he was like, I'm going to get something that's not vegan. Don't tell my wife. And he like woofed down what I assume was like an Egg McMuffin or two Egg McMuffins or something. And then literally 30 or 45 minutes later, he threw up because his body just could not handle it. Like it was so wild. Yeah. Just like
1: he can't handle criticism. (laughs) He can't handle the trampoline truth. Yeah. Let us jump let us jump let (laughs) us jump jump.
0: but not after eating egg mcmuffins no that's
3: a mistake any day of the week yeah
0: anyway so he shows up to yoga with a beach towel in jeans in a polo
3: like a hollister polo he's wearing everything incorrect that you could wear to a yoga studio yeah and listen i thought maybe he had layered up And he had like shorts Underneath those jeans And like a Like a tank top Or something like that Underneath his polo No None of
1: that God you're like the Hannibal Lecter Of like bad fashion
0: (laughs) Like Like a skin suit Made of Other things That other people Should be wearing At the same time
1: That's just another layer What is a skin suit If not an extra layer I go go to Todd's jail sale And I'm like Explain this man's Fashion choice (laughs) There's jeans Under those jeans (laughs) You've never lived until
3: you've experienced geneception. <laughs> was,
0: was he a big person with, like, multiple layers of clothes? <laughs> anyway, okay, okay, Holy okay. Holy
3: shit, this is going to be a good episode, I can feel it.
0: <laughs> so he shows up to yoga in jeans, as if that's not weird. And this is the first time we meet we meet June as an adult. Now, the way they have made June up is...
3: Offensive. It's too it, much. It
0: is way too much. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's they've hit on very specific parts of a woman's appearance that are societally important. Where, like, if you are a woman, it is difficult to overcome not having hair a certain way. Like, there is an expectation of having mm-hmm. not losing your hair. That's like quote unquote, not a thing that women deal with, but it totally is. It totally and it's, is, yeah. It's, it's a medical thing and it's like, normalize it. Also, wigs are awesome these days. So yeah. like, we're living in the golden age of wigs, embrace it. But <laughs> they also have, they have that, they have her skin, she has a mole. A lot of these things are things that are outside of her control. And I think that's what really frustrated me about this movie because they do quote unquote, treat a lot of these things and they do try to imply that she has wanted to treat a lot of these things and has not had the ability or funds to do so because we also don't know what she does. And I think that's their way of trying to make it like, well, she wanted this. But the reality is that some of these conditions are things that are not treatable. And there are women that will have hair loss or will have skin issues and they're people and we should be nice and treat
1: them as humans. Not only is this movie like, oh, this poor girl has all these conditions and is, quote unquote, ugly. Yeah. Uh, it goes the extra mile to show everyone in the whole world being cruel to her.
0: Yeah. Yes. And and like openly disgusted by her as if they have no, no empathy. They can't even look at her and be like, oh, man, I like I shouldn't make fun of her. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, nobody in this movie stops to think, oh, if I openly cringe to this person's face, that might hurt their feelings. Like they don't care that she has feelings. They just care that she's quote unquote hideous. And it's real rough through the whole movie when they're doing it. It is oof. It is not good. It is not good.
1: (laughs) It is terrible. But also it's so outlandish. I giggled because I was like, that's so terrible. It's like a podcast episode. <laughs> some of the shit people tell her is so offensive, it is like over the top. Yeah. It is
0: way over the top. And it's almost like in order to enjoy it and laugh at it, you have you have to stop considering her a person. Yeah. Which is rough. Because there are certain points where there is some there are people's reactions to her played for comedic effect. And it is funny, but then at the same time you're like, but imagine if it was you imagine if somebody did that when they met you like that'd be horrifying Yeah. and also who in their right mind would be that cruel it's so
3: terrible (laughs) the one that stands out to me is the uh, boat captain yeah doesn't talk to anybody just sees her and runs away
1: Oh, no, that was the guy she made fun
0: of in the bar. That's the beforehand. guy she made fun of. Okay. But at yoga, they end up accidentally getting knocked into each other. So he kind of kisses her, which is a little strange, but yeah. she's not in the fancy yoga outfit. She's in sweats. We find out. Oh, we do find out what she does. She works as a handler at the zoo, which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I think that's that kind of an cool interesting job. job. Yeah. Uh, and we do find out that she's tried a lot of options for hair removal, but it's been really irritating to her skin. Which is a thing. Like, hair removal is a real wild process and it's fucked up that society expects people to have to do it. Yeah. Just saying.
1: Well, don't you want to find a husband?
3: That's the bullshit. Oh my God. That's the
0: bullshit. That's That's uh, obviously a joke.
3: Says the single person who can't find
1: a wife.
0: You know what I didn't shave for the past couple weeks?
1: anything <laughs> but. boom but page same yeah well you see there was a girl i met in first grade and i just can't get over it
0: <laughs> i shaved her picture into my chest
3: here <laughs> uh. mikey no joke if you said that to me ever i would call somebody to like
1: <laughs> yeah get the net he kept that girl's picture not a, not just the yearbook her like Five by eight headshot. Yeah, I
3: know. It's real creepy. Yeah.
0: It's real creepy. Uh, I will also say if you want to remove hair or do whatever you want to do to your body, it's your body. I support your right to do it. Do whatever you want. Pop off, sis. It's fine. But like never let anyone pressure you to change your body is what I would say. So they start doing downward facing dog in the yoga class. And he's got like a full view of Christabel's butt. And June's lower back (laughs) and then like her upper thigh and then her foot ends up in his face
1: with a sock on with
0: a sock on. Uh, We cut to them stretching after class and he's like, hey, since I'm back in town, we should go out to dinner. And this is where she lays out the main conflict of the movie, which is June's never had a boyfriend. And so before she dates anyone else, she wants to try and help June. So she's not going to date anybody until June dates somebody.
3: Right. And she then lays it on pretty thick that she's super horny. Right.
0: Which
1: is something like you hear all the time, you know? Oh, do you? No.
0: From rhinos.
3: Republicans in name only? Yeah, like what?
0: No, no, no. <laughs> Literal rhinos, because they have horns.
1: Oh, I thought you got suddenly political. <laughs> 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 yes, our congressperson who votes right but like she likes it from the left. know what I'm yeah, saying. Wow. <laughs>
0: Anyway, (laughs) we cut back to him at Arno's house where he's like, I just got to find somebody for June. And Arno is like, oh, I've heard this before. Hey, Ma, he thinks he can fix up the naughty, which is like brutal. But this is where he comes up with the plan to like, I'll just send her to a spa. Like I'll fix her up. I'll get her a makeover. Or, and they're like, no. And he's like, well, what if I just pay somebody to go out with her? Which is basically 10 things I hate about you. Right, right. But Arno's like, this isn't about a single date. This is like somebody special in her life, and you don't have that kind of money. (laughs) And (laughs) he decides to try and do it anyway. So he takes Christabel on a picnic, and he tells Christabel that he's got someone for June. His name is Cole Slauson, because he saw a thing of coleslaw. And he's going to set them up. And at this picnic... Christabel is like, yeah, but it'd be even better if we could get her laid. So, like, yeah, she's laying it on.
3: And making it pretty clear that if they can get June laid, that she'll sleep with him. Right. Because
0: a life without orgasms is like a world without flowers, she says.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, he puts up a flyer for medical experimentation for $500 and a... Kind of average looking guy walks up
3: and takes it. He goes to call the number from the payphone. I do love that he didn't leave like an actual number, I guess. And he just like orbs up behind him and like scares right. the dude. Yeah.
0: Well, I think he he left a number, but this movie acts like there's no such thing as cell phones. Right. Because no one ever uses one. So he stops him at the payphone and is like, hey, I'll give you that same $500. You just got to go on a few dates with a woman. And he basically clarifies, is like, does this woman have a vagina? Is this woman you
1: in a dress? dress in yeah. a dress? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cole Slauson has he's lived some life. Yeah.
0: Cole Slauson has lived some life. Uh, and he uh, he basically says, no, it, it is a different woman. It is not me. But she's not pretty. And Cole Slauson says, well, none of my girlfriends have been pretty. <laughs> Which is like, ouch, dude, but okay.
3: <laughs> I know why you no longer have those girlfriends. Same. <laughs> yeah. So they
0: go on a double date. June and Christabel are there first. And the dudes at the bar are hitting on Christabel. And this is the dudes that the dude that's like, are those shoulder blades or angel wings? <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is so bonkers of a pickup line. It's crazy.
3: I'm now going to use it from now on. Mikey, I could see you making it work, honestly. Yeah.
0: We also get that one about, like, is your daddy a baker because you got sweet buns? And at this point, June stands up and roasts this man for filth. And I love it. June's fun. Yes. Well, and it's that thing of when society is shitty to you and most people are shitty to you, you gain an aptitude for almost like eyeball assessing people yeah and so within seconds she is able to you're this you're this you're this this is what's wrong with you bye and it's perfection it is also why most roast comedians are not attractive (laughs) it's how you gain the skill
1: i like at the end of the roast the guy's like how does she know i sell porsches how does she know i sell porsches
0: (laughs) so good so good my favorite is when he gets back to the bar and christabel is just pay our bar tab, bitch. And you're just like, whoa, (laughs) whoa. I mean, get some, but damn, (laughs) like, okay.
3: Also, you're rich as shit. So like pay your own fucking bar tab.
0: Yeah. Uh, But this is the point where she turns to June and she's giving June advice as tall Todd is giving Cole Slauson advice. And she's saying to June, just be yourself. Yeah, And I think it's because she's June's friend and understands that June is hilarious and super smart. And if anyone would take the time to just actually talk to June, they'd love her. Absolutely. Nobody does. And Tall Todd is basically like getting Cole Swanson drunk, like, hey, dude, just like muscle through it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And Cole is like, she has whiskers and no teeth. And he's like, no, she's got teeth. They're just not the conventional shade. (laughs) And they're doing, they're discussing this right next to the table. In front of her. She can hear them. She can fully hear them.
3: there's no way she can't.
0: It's brutal. It made me so upset. Good. So great sure i'll i'll sing through the rest of this episode just to fuck you over if you want so they go to get on they were going to go on like a little mini yacht cruise or whatever and the guy who's supposed to captain their boat again i wanted to say pilot but captain their boat is the guy that she just read the riot act to. so they just end up sitting on his boat in the sun it's so terrible it's
1: so terrible and they're all just drinking wine coolers, which I thought was an interesting choice.
0: Well, if you remember, wine coolers were very popular at the time. This was like the heyday of Smirnoff Ice or the Fruity Bartles and James ones, which yeah. they do have a couple times this. Was in this was
1: the heyday for real Four Loco. And if they're not drinking That's that- That's true. Then they're <laughs> trash. This
0: is when real Four Loco existed. If
1: Four Loco was going to sponsor any film, it would be this one. <laughs> it would be yeah. This
0: movie. <laughs> Uh, but this is also where we hear about her toe disease, where it turns out it was the same toe disease as a gorilla. And Cole Slosson looks down at her foot and almost vomits, Ugh. which it's a real gross-looking foot. Yeah, like
3: there's a lot of gross-out horror in this.
0: Yeah, and then Tall Todd tries to break the ice with like, "Hey, if you could go anywhere on a date, where would it be?" And then Cole Slosson just goes home <laughs> <And I> was,
3: <laughs> loved it. which i honestly like if it's going good you sort of want to take her home you know what i'm saying yeah. i get it yeah
0: i mean may, maybe make her take off her feet before she walks on the carpet <laughs> <but>. <laughs> hey
3: as someone with disgusting feet rude <laughs> yeah i just thought this was like
1: i was like this is todd where he first got his like first job out in la as a feet double. <laughs>
3: No, my first job in L.A. as a foot double was actually for the Lord of the Rings films. Thank you very much. Just
0: those reshoots at the end in the yep. studio. Didn't even get to go to Mordor. Oh.
3: I had to walk on a grass-filled treadmill for six hours.
0: <laughs> Ooh, a grass
3: treadmill would be, like, really nice. Yeah, my dogs love it. Do they make those? No.
0: Damn it. Oh. I want one now. Paige is like, sod damn it. Ah, <laughs> nailed it. Yes! <laughs> Cut to me later with like a garage sale treadmill. I'm just like stapling actual <laughs> sod down on it. It'll work. Shut up. Elon Musk, get on it. Fuck
3: this Peloton <laughs> nonsense. Give me some sod. This coming from a woman who refuses to hike.
0: Yeah, no, there's actual bugs out
3: there. You can hike at home with your own grass treadmill. I think I may have to yeah, cut this out of the yeah. podcast because it's a million-dollar idea. I am on board. <laughs> We're going on Shark Tank. I'm going to set it up. You can wear virtual reality glasses and feel the girl.
0: Or not. And just enjoy cool grass in an air-conditioned room. Yeah. Hmm. And not have to be outside with bugs or sunscreen or air. It's great. Or
1: people. Yeah. No people or are in pe- your treadmill. No
0: people. It's great. Anyway, so this is where we find <laughs> out that June's dream date would be Venice. Yeah. And that that would be Tall Todd's dream date as well. And
1: yeah. that's when I was like, oh, he's going to fall in love with her. This movie Me too. is interesting, but also still bad. Yeah.
0: Still bad. But at the same time, this is the first place where we kind of establish like, oh, they have stuff in common and personality wise, they're a good fit. But then they don't do anything about that. No, For like another 30 minutes And they could have been
3: building More of it into this movie
1: They don't have enough moments until she's hot Which makes it all seem very bad Really
3: the only other moment they have is when They're uh, dancing together at the bar And she's already like well on her way to hot At that moment
1: yeah, I mean, she got the nub teeth, but yeah.
3: I mean, but her teeth are, like, being worked on. Like, her hair yeah. is pretty much fixed. Her complexion's
1: great. At the end, when they're hanging out drinking wine, like, and she's giving her, him advice about how to get with Christabel, if they had done, like, two more scenes like that before she was hot, yeah. the movie yeah. would work better. Agree. But still, it would be bad because he had no feelings for her until she was hot. Well,
0: the, what this movie needs is to move the goalposts a little bit and to have him develop feelings for her and basically tell her, I like you the way you are. Whatever you choose to do is up to you. Then if she chooses to be hot, fine. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's her choice and she's not doing it for anybody. And that would be a better movie. Do I think that there's a part of the ending of this movie that's more realistic in which she felt the pressure to be that and she's very honest about it? Yeah. Which sucks, but yeah. But I would much prefer this to be almost like a Shrek ending of, like, I love you as is. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, either loving somebody as is is enough or they end up looking better. It doesn't matter because the love was there before because you truly loved who they were on the inside.
3: Right. I mean, the question at that point is, does he have that realization and tell her before the last rose petal falls? And then does the the curse go away? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, It's like a reverse Beauty and the Beast.
1: The one who ran him over was the witch. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're mispronouncing that word. Beauty and the Beast, so good.
3: Honestly, it's my favorite documentary about Stockholm Syndrome.
0: Oh boo It's my
3: favorite Disney movie <laughs> Oh yeah Kidnap me And throw me in a room With books
1: I mean Don't threaten me With a good time <laughs> In medieval times Oh yeah She could have had it worse Yeah I mean Yeah, yeah I mean
0: yeah The restaurant That's Yeah They make you eat With your hands <laughs>
2: She,
0: she, she could have been The blue knight <laughs> uh, What <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys That I went to medieval times For my
1: 21st birthday uh, no, but that sounds awesome. I love theme restaurants <laughs> like that. Can, unironically, we have one in Tennessee called Dixie Stampede, and it's also terrible, Mikey. You've let's never go. been yeah. to Dixie I Stampede?
0: Is isn't that the one where it's like like a reenactment one of the Civil War? <laughs> what? Yeah.
3: What? Really?
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Do yeah, they yeah. call it
3: the War of Northern Aggression? Mikey, we got to bring the Ouija board. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, yes. go. We got to go. me, And here. they'll
1: serve you like Civil War era food. That sounds terrible, but I want to go. I'll go. It's in Gatlinburg, I think. Of course it is.
3: <laughs> Listen, when we go to LA, medieval times ended up. Let's do it.
0: Yes. they also. We have a pirate one,
3: too. I want to go to the pirate one. I want to go. Yeah. I would like to go to the
1: pirate one as well
3: but I'm not gonna yell at like a fucking five-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry that you're not, you know, you have to be like, be concerned about being excited about things in this world, Todd, tall Todd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am short Todd. Get it right. Short temper Todd.
0: So Paris Hilton's in a bikini. And then June
1: is in a one piece that I actually really like. Yeah, it's pretty tasteful, but she's rocking it. I liked it. I thought it was going to be the cheese haul that moment where she gets in her one piece and you're like, damn. oh, damn. Yeah. You're just
0: like, hey, girl, what? Yes. Hey, girl, hey. So as they're kind of getting into their swimsuits, the guys are getting ready as well, and Cole Swanson goes to put on chapstick, and I believe they like open the sail or something, so the wind
1: blows. And well, at first, he's like into June. He's like, "I can do this. I'm yeah, in I it. can I'm work ready. with this. Yeah." yeah.
0: <laughs> and then something flies and kind of sticks to his new chap- <laughs> chapstick lip, and he pulls it oh, off. God. And we hear June say, "Oh, good news! I just lost my toenail." And it it's was gross.
1: It was in his mouth. It was in Coleslaw's mouth, Todd.
0: It was in Coleslaw's mouth.
1: Todd, can you imagine what it's yeah, like oh to taste God. an infected toenail?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Cole screams and then jumps off the boat and swims out to sea. <laughs> presumably to his death, except that he, I think shows up later. He does. He's
3: not dead, but they're like still on shore. He's fine.
0: Yeah. We cut to Christabel's house, which is a mid-century, basically a Barbie dream house. And I have numbers on what those houses cost, but this is where he gives them the gift certificate to a Beverly Hills spa. And, it's because June is kind of like, I'm hideous and no one will love me and no one will even look at me. And why should I even try? Which is brutal.
3: It's heartbreaking. People talk like that though. Yeah. And
0: it's because they've experienced some of the shit in this movie. That's why people say stuff like that. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, it's not okay for people to treat you that way and you have worth as a person. When
1: I weighed a lot more, when I, before I lost, I lost like 70 pounds when I was 30. Or when I was mm-hmm. turning thirty, and it is a noticeable difference on how people treat you as a person. Yeah, and people smile at you and talk to you more. Yeah, and like and well, it's
0: also it's a different kind of nightmare to realize that people didn't consider you human before. Right, and you're yeah. the same person on the inside.
1: Yeah. It's fucked up. I think it helps me keep perspective of, like, people are people. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm also a therapist. But, I mean, like, also, it, it helped remind me of, like, wow, everyone judged me based on how I looked. And, yeah. like, like how, how shitty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And everyone in this scene kind of discounts what she's experiencing, which I found really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Where, A, I mean, Nate, a.k.a. Tall Todd, is gaslighting <laughs> her. But Christabel Paris Hilton just doesn't understand her experience. And instead of stopping to try and empathize with her, she's just like, no, that's not how it is. And I'm like, maybe not for you. (laughs) Like, crazy. (laughs) But she can't see beyond what she experiences. She kind of thinks everybody's experiencing the same thing. But anyway, they get the spa gift certificate. And this is one of the points where we kind of figure out that she knows what Nate is up to. Because... She basically is like, guys only crawl over me to get to you. They're only being nice to me in hopes that they have a chance to get a flash of boob. Right, Nate? Yeah. yeah. She
3: calls him on it. She's good at that. She can see through people. Yeah.
0: At this point, Paris Hilton does this like, our bodies are like an earth suit. And thankfully, both of them are like, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? I don't.
1: My body is an earth suit.
3: (laughs) She has some lines in this that are like crazy but they yeah. play it like it's crazy. Like, which I think <laughs> is funny. Like,
0: I, I really enjoy that as well. Cause there's, there's a group of people and I, they're everywhere, but we definitely have them in LA where they are affluent and pretty. And then we'll try to give you life advice as if you could do exactly the same thing they did with the same outcome. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, no, <laughs> Like, that's not how this works. And that's kind of how they play it, where it's just like, just charge your crystals and, you know, maybe eat more avocado. And you're just like, Bridget, no. (laughs) Anyway, so June kind of sulks off. And Paris Elton's like, I'm such a bad friend.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was just a really
1: good impression. You're killing it, Paige. Just killing it today. Thank you. Thank you. Tall Todd is, like, just trying to help. Is this the scene where Todd Todd's, like, I was like super lying about trying to help before, but like now I yes, mean it. Yes, yeah. but
0: now I mean it, even though he's still do- totally lying. Yes. And so he tells her, the reason I gave you the spa certificate is for a stealth makeover. And so she kind of talks June into going. Yeah. But then they try to hypnotize Cole Slopson. Uh-
3: while they do electroshock therapy like they aversion yeah they're doing like conversion therapy on this kid like it's rough i kind of laughed at this
1: (laughs) oh this was very funny when they're doing hypno conversion therapy yeah
0: yeah 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 and and the the, his mom is yeah his mom is just like oh god these idiots (laughs) it's really her face is amazing um but I also love that instead of just showing him a picture of a uh, like a conventionally attractive person, they went with like space lady. Yeah. Because well, aliens. because he loves
3: he loves Star Trek, right? Yeah. But
0: that's never established anywhere no. until after No, you just this have point. to ride
1: with it. Yeah. yeah. You
0: just have to ride with it. Uh, and she's just painted blue. But one of my favorite things in this, in this scene is very, very subtle because they're doing hypnosis. So they have to count down from 10 and he goes 10, 9, 8. And then he gets to like Three, two, and then he turns the page to check what the next step is and it goes, one. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning like he was reading it off instead of just counting down. Um, But they give him a trigger phrase to essentially snap out of it, which is, I love, insert offensive term for little people, mimes. And that's going to be his phrase. Yes. So... Arno passes out, uh, but to test it, they show him a giant photo of June, and he just says, oh, resistance is futile.
1: <laughs> <This> is
0: <amazing." laughs> uh, we find out that June uh, is getting her mole removed, which this is one of those things that, like, it could be her choice. You You should get moles checked for cancer and stuff, but, like, it's played as her being, like, I'm doing it for everyone. Like, instead of just, hey, I made a choice to do this. But this is also where they have her eating ice cream where she hasn't had fat or dairy for years. And I'm like, that girl is about to have a week of diarrhea. Yeah. And we find out that they give her a bunch of prescriptions for stuff. So they must have found a way for like insurance to cover stuff. We don't really know. We just kind of hear about it offhand. And Cole is like off the rails.
3: He's just like, my beautiful space queen. (laughs) Yeah. uh, To the point where June is like, Okay, what is happening?
0: He also at one point licks her whole face.
1: You know, like you do.
0: Yeah, and, and this is where Christabel is like, he's strange. Don't leave
1: him alone with her. Well, it's a second date. Like, why wouldn't you lick someone's whole face?
0: <laughs> because the first one didn't go well, and she might have more toenails there. uh Just put some hot sauce on it.
3: Oh, gross! Yeah. But Christabel is like, uh no, he's being weird. Don't leave them alone together, and. and Tall me is like, well, who's not weird in their own way?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm tall Todd and I have disgusting feet too. <laughs> We're all a little weird. Uh, yeah. But so as they walk along the boardwalk, they come upon a mime show starring little people. And a little girl in the crowd says, I love, insert slur for little people, mimes. And he just, her dad just bends down and says, They're called little people, honey. So, like, I like that he corrects her in the
3: scene. I don't like that. And I'll tell you why. Because the movie knows not to say that. And it still says it.
0: Here, this is terrible, but here's what would have been so funny to me (laughs) is if he had said, they're called silent actors honey (laughs) (laughs) like we're he was correcting for using the term minds it's called clowning you uneducated bitch (laughs) like whatever I know that would never happen, but he snaps out of it. He goes running. They tell June that he had a traumatic experience with a mime as a child uh, and that a mime essentially had sex with his mother and he walked in on it. But that just made me wonder if the mime was like acting things out at the <laughs> yeah, time. absolutely. I just was picturing a mime like, yeah, I know
2: nobody can see this. Oh. You can't hear <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing. Uh, She is
1: miming a spanking sexual position.
3: Yeah, like everything you can
1: do. Yeah, Yeah. that
3: last one is not one we will discuss.
1: Something, something, (laughs) something that does definitely have to do with the (laughs) p-word.
3: Oh, Mikey. (laughs) We'll get you to say it one of these days, Mikey. We'll get you to say it.
0: Or if he's just, like, if it's full, like, just regular mime shit where he's just, like, pulling a rope as if he's, like, pulling it out of her or, like, putting <laughs> her in a box.
3: <laughs>
0: or she comes out of the bedroom with a bunch of white paint. Just <laughs>
3: because, all over her crotch.
0: Yeah, oh, all oh, over her
3: crotch <laughs> and her boobs. All over her peach fuzz. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a different mom, Mikey. Is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the mime pulls June up on stage and tall Todd is like, oh, this might be good. And I was like, no, th- of course not. This is not good. And the mime draws her as a horse, yeah. which is like
3: terrible,
0: not cool. And a hot guy interrupts the mime show, punches the mime and is like, I'm Johan. And I'm just like, <laughs> hello, Johan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello, Han." Ah. Hello. I like Johan Johan is cool until the very end Yes Well that's The end makes some Interesting weird choices Yeah Yeah.
0: So We find out that Johan Likes to go down To the boardwalk To people watch And that he grew up in Europe And he seems to be This like perfect dude
3: Yeah he went to Harvard To become a dentist Which is not something you do, I'd imagine. Does Harvard have a dental school? No, Mikey, I don't think Harvard has a dentistry program. Although I might be wrong about that.
0: I think he did Harvard, Marines, and then a a separate dentistry school.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. While
0: moonlighting as a model.
3: Yes, all that checks out.
0: And he seems to be overly nice. He seems to be directing a lot of that at June, but also Christabel. So, like, I think Nate is... A little justified in thinking that he is trying to kind of oh yeah get in on
3: it. He's definitely trying to play the same scheme
1: that Nate is, right? Or it seems that way. Yeah, like there's no high road here. Like there's no no PCB.
0: <laughs> hey Mikey do you know where her house is
1: it's on the PCA. it actually is yeah it yes!
0: actually is on the <laughs> Um, but this is also where June kind of throws Nate under the bus a little bit mm-hmm. where she's like oh yeah he's a personal trainer he's a lifestyle coach and she knows that this is bullshit but she's bringing it up kind of letting him hang himself a little bit in yeah. this conversation and it made me wonder if in her mind she was like well Johan and Christabel will go off and then I have a." Chance with Nate. Yeah, maybe. And I don't know if she was already thinking that far ahead, but anyway, we cut to Arno's house where he's like, Oh, this is your competition. And he has a copy of Men's Abs Monthly <laughs> that he was on. Uh, this is from
1: June. My mom collects them, but she's going to notice that I took it. So we can't, we don't have long.
0: We got to put it back under her bed before she notices. Oh, um,
3: I don't like their dynamic. I hate no. it so much.
0: We also find out that he offered to fix her teeth. Yes. Which I I would say is one of... They did a lot of makeup work on those teeth. Oh, yeah. And she's got, like, more teeth than most humans have. I'm sure Mikey was super into it.
1: I like the big, the mini, but not the hairy teeth.
0: So you're saying that women have to remove their hair for your approval?
1: From their teeth?
0: (laughs) You walked right into it!
1: Look, everything is so over-the-top disgusting. Like, no one would also... just say yes, Mikey. Just say yes. Cuz if you have hair in your teeth, that's not
3: like a my body naturally does this. There's a medical issue at play. Uh yeah,
1: there there,
0: there is a medical issue at play, but not everyone has the money to fix it cuz dental care is a fucking expensive. It can be. And yeah. It needs- Anyway, Arno is basically like, you got to shadow him and you got to lie because nothing you do is as cool as what that
3: guy does. And if his shirt comes off, poke her eyes out. Which, okay. So in this scene, I thought that Johan was lying about all of his shit. I thought so too. I think he may still be. We don't know. Oh, we just never find out. Okay. I mean. We just never find out. he, He honestly, at the end of this movie seems like a genuinely great dude until like his last line of dialogue in the whole movie. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. And we cut to them all hiking together. And June and Nate are having a rough time on this hike. Yeah. Which again is a a spot where I was like, see, the movie is clearly pushing them together because they get along but the movie is then also giving this message of like hot people with hot people like peons over here like it's real strange
3: it is very strange yes
0: but this is also where we find out that her teeth are in progress and they had to shave them down so she has nubs but she's gonna look great yes and his ulterior motives are to have before and after pictures of her teeth and we see that her mole has been removed at this point, yeah. This is also where we find out that Johan's a pilot.
1: Oh my God. This conversation was so bonkers. Yes.
0: Because he's lying, but you can't lie about being a pilot. Because then somebody will be like, "Okay, well, let's fly."
1: Like, Paul Todd was like, "I'm a pilot, and I take orphans up to do stunt piloting." And then Johan's like, "You risk orphans' lives."
0: <laughs> my my favorite <laughs> my favorite part of this lie is when he's like, "I just love to see the look on their faces when the g forces." Yeah, down. yeah. <laughs> And it's stuff like that that I'm like, this movie is funny. <laughs>
3: like, it understands that what he's saying is insane. But, like... When he has to back out of it, and he's like, oh, I, I meant in my dream. Like, this is a dream I have. And then, like, the <laughs> scene does a very weird 180 where it becomes about, like, people with flying dreams or whatever. And then Johan has them every night. And then Christabel is like... Oh, my God, that must mean you're like a transcendent being. Oprah only even has them once every so often. I was like, what are we talking about right now? (laughs) I know. Why is this dialogue in any movie ever? That's how I picture
1: L.A. talking, like L.A. conversation.
3: (laughs) You're not wrong.
0: You're not wrong. So they kind of get out of this conversation, and Johan's kind of walking, and he's going to take his shirt off, and Tall Todd just tackles him and tells him there was a scorpion or maybe a tick on his back.
1: Yeah. Todd has one move with people and it's tackling them to the ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it, bro. It works every time. <laughs> yep. He does try to figure out things that he's good at instead of lying. And he comes up with like climbing rope, dancing, but then wetting himself at the end of it and then kazoo. Yeah. Well, we cut to they're all at a cafe and he brings his guitar, which is duct taped back together.
3: I love the opening to this because none of it makes sense. They're in like a Cafe, like a modern ish type cafe. And Mm -hmm. he goes, I really like the 60s vibe of this place. Speaking of that, you guys want to hear some Cat Stevens? Cat Stevens? To which the answer is always no. Do I want to think about
0: father figures abandoning their children while I drink my coffee? No.
3: (laughs) It's the cats in the cradle and the (laughs) Christabel. Yeah. (laughs) But no, but then Johan saves the day, or so we think, and he starts to play the guitar. And I was like, oh, Johan can sort of play. And then the song is terrible. What he plays is terrible. terrible, and everyone treats it like it's good. I liked it. I liked how everybody
1: was swaying by the end. You didn't
3: like West Side Story, but you liked this? Yeah. Okay. Anywho <laughs> We see in this scene That June's
0: skin Is starting to clear up And by the end of it The whole coffee house Is singing together Which is great
2: Yes It's funny We cut
0: to them All going out At night For like They're at like a club Yeah they're going dancing Yeah they're going dancing And he ends up Next to June at the bar And he asks her like What's with all the hats You keep wearing hats And she says Well the Lady Rogaine Is working Yeah And she's like How about them scorpion ticks?" <laughs> well yeah Because like,
1: she knows what's up She Fully knows what's up Yeah like we said This movie is missing Like four of these scenes To be better
0: Yeah, well, because Christabel ends up dancing with Johan, Nate kind of ends up dancing with June, because what we've seen in this in a couple scenes is June is actually fun, and he actually really does like her, like, they get along well, but what's missing is them getting to a point of realizing that before she quote-unquote changes.
3: Right, because they don't even have those moments until she is already sort of in her transformation phase. Yeah. She's cocooned all up.
0: Yeah, well, and what they end up doing is having a blast just shitting on the other people at the bar, just
3: like... A lot of fun
0: Uh, This is where I shine Yeah If you want to know Why I have (laughs) I have dated Just a string Of lumberjack hotties It's This is why This is my (laughs) This is my arena I am the queen of it That's how it
3: works One of my goals in life Is to be at a bar With Paige And play Daughter or girlfriend with you?
0: Oh, I'm so good at that game. It's so
3: fun. I love that game too, Paige. It would
1: be a blast. Oh my God. Let's do it at medieval times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played the other version, which is homeschooled or Canadian?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have not, but I need to immediately. <laughs>
0: It's a good one. Um, So they kind of have this fun little scene together until Johan starts to open his shirt randomly in the middle of a club, which is weird. He's about to run and tackle him and June stops him. And she says, do you have one small scrap of dignity left? Which I think is amazing for her to be like, and he says no and so she goes okay <laughs> and just lets him go yeah. and he accidentally ends up tackling Christabel instead so they end up arguing outside and he's like just admit that he's hot and she has a great rebuttal to this that a better actress would have delivered way better yeah
3: or that unactress actress would have delivered way better <laughs> an
0: actress <Yeah. laughs> we don't even have an actress to act this one scene Um, but it's this idea of like He's amazing You're in his league I'm not in his league I can't compete And she's like I didn't ask you to compete Yeah. You asked you to compete Yeah. This is not me This is you putting this on you And I thought you wanted to get to know me And get to know June But clearly that's not what's going on here
3: right? And so they break up Which I was surprised by Because I didn't know that they were an item I thought they were just like Hanging out The movie treats it like they're a couple Yeah,
1: me and my friend who watched it, we were confused Like, Because Paris Hilton acts like she's dating Tall Todd And they act like the other two are dating And I'm like, this has not been established anywhere in the film No, it seems like they're boyfriend and girlfriend in this scene And
3: I was like, I mean, I get that like Hey, I know we were sort of like hanging out We're not going to do that anymore because of this And that would make sense But the way it's positioned in this is we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but that is no longer the case,
1: yeah. Because she's like, I was with you, tall top, yeah,
3: right? I was like, No, no, you weren't.
0: There, there is an alternate track in this movie that I'm thinking about just now that would have also made it better, and it's if Johan could see past and really liked her, and that she ended up with him in that. And like, I know it's not the movie ending that they
1: want, but like, but it happens in the background, yeah,
0: that would have made me okay with it too, yeah, where like. If if instead of what happens with Johan, which we'll get to in just a, a second, if instead of that conversation, he basically is like, she's smart and funny and I love who she is as a person and whatever she wants to do with her appearance is up to her, but I love her.
3: Yeah, exactly. And he does things to her like- fix her teeth and all that stuff that she wanted to do. He didn't like force it on her. It's all shit that she chose to do. Right, right, right. So that reading would be kind of cool actually. And then tall Todd doesn't get either girl.
0: Yeah. Tall Todd just learns a lesson. Yeah. And sits down and talks with a girl that's not Christabel. That's a normal girl. Yeah. There's a movie, uh, I think it's called, I want to say All About Eve, and I don't know if that's the name of it, but it's Jay Baruchel dating a girl out of his league.
1: No, 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 it's uh, She's Out of My League.
0: Oh, you're no, you're right. Her name is Eve in the movie, though, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> and she has a great section in that movie where she's just like, I liked you. Why can't that be enough for you? Why do you care what other people think? why are you so fixated on this supposed disparity between us? I'm not the one making it a problem. You are. Right. And it's clearly a problem with how you feel about you. Yeah. And like, I felt like that was such a more interesting reading on it and I feel like that would be more interesting in this movie maybe even if it if it gets read as like June gets to that point where like she has to have a conversation with him where he's like he's so hot like doesn't that bother you like don't you think he has ulterior motives and she's like no because I believe that I'm worth loving yeah you know i think that would be better too but n- none of that happens in that movie nope, we can <laughs> talk for
1: hours how to make this a better movie
0: yeah i know because
1: it's
3: low-hanging fruit literally everything could be made better in this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes uh we cut to three weeks later he's at arno's house and arno is like there's still hope for you you've just got to meet at this cafe at five and he ends up having to meet June at the cafe, Yeah. but now all the work she was having done is done. And he says to her, he's like, wow, you look so normal, which is wildly offensive. It is so mean.
3: Yeah, so mean. She does take it as a compliment, I guess. And then she's sort of yeah. like, hey, I got cat called today. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, she does say like it it's a horrible thing that most women have to deal with a lot and I'm just having to deal with it for the first time.
0: Yeah.
2: I
3: guess they like try to explain it away in a way that makes it okay, but it's not.
0: One of the things they do is he's like, "I'm so sorry, normal. I can't believe I said that." And yeah. she's like, "No, no, no. I do think I look a hell of a lot better." Yeah. Which here's the thing. If somebody specifically put work in because they wanted to change yeah. and someone's like, "You look great." That's different but this movie Treats it as her worth is Elevated right and that's the problem Yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah. no the movie's terrible It's why I picked it
0: (laughs) yes But she Basically is like hey you Know I'm or they have this conversation Like I'm happy for you I'm happy for you too and they End up back at her house and it almost seems like They're having a date
1: they are Like they're having a dinner date at her place They're like laying on the floor talking Drinking wine which is like an intimate Sharing food
0: yeah well, and I, I think one of my favorites is he kind of asks her how Johan is and she leaves a door open for it because she's like, well, he hasn't made a move yet. So I don't know if he likes me or not. Right. Which is basically her being like, he's not in the picture. So are you like, I think that's what it is. And yeah,
3: I mean, she does clearly say he has not made a move. So I don't really know if he's into me or not.
0: Well, but then she they they make her so self deprecating and it really bothers me. But uh, she's like, well, what's to like? And he just says, well, you can really hold your liquor. Which is actually very, very funny right. to be like, "Hey, attractive person, I don't know here. You could change a tire. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just to give something useless." Um, but instead of realizing what she picking up what she's putting down yeah uh he's like is it is this pointless am i ever gonna have another chance with christabel and you can tell that she's kind of disappointed i
3: I felt like she was a little like pained by that she's like ah damn it all right
1: fine yeah 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 fine i'll help you with christabel which makes sense when you learn about the valentine and all that yeah but they could have just like not done that as like the like twist reveal they could have really set all this up throughout the movie?
0: Yeah. And she basically is like, hey, come to our costume party. Uh, it'll, It'll be fun. And then she says, well, who wants to go to a costume party with somebody who hasn't been kissed? And he's like, I totally kissed you at yoga. She's like, no, you fell into me. Like, that's not the same. (laughs) And then he just full-blown kisses her. Yeah, like out of
3: nowhere. After asking her to help him
1: with his ex-girlfriend, I guess. He does not go 90. He goes 100. Oh, yeah. There's a consent issue with this kiss, yes.
0: Yeah, well, and especially he knows it's her first one. So why would you assume?
1: That she wants it to be you, yeah.
0: Yeah, which I we find out later though is probably fine, but like he just makes that assumption, and now he's just complicated shit.
1: Yeah, Tall Todd.
0: Yeah, Tall Todd. I am not Tall Todd. I always get kiss sent. <laughs> Nailed it!
3: Nailed it, Mikey.
0: We cut to the party where, for some reason, he is dressed as speed racer. Now I right thought minute, this was it is, it's, it's a fantastic speed racer costume. It's very very cool, but why?
1: Why I don't is know. he speed he's racer? So he never talks about speed ra- He doesn't even talk about
0: speed racer at the party. I yeah, I have no idea. And he's like, beep, beep. Yeah, beep <laughs> beep. And he should have been like, I've got to get to the race. Oh
3: which is like more accurate speed <laughs> racer. <Right, right. laughs> right. Can I tell you why he's speed racer? I looked this up. Why? Speed Racer, the movie, came out the same year this came out. So they were in production at the same time together. And I think they thought Speed Racer was going to be a big hit. And everyone was going to have Speed Racer fever. And that movie fully bombed.
1: Everyone thought Speed Racer was going to be big. That was the Wachowski's big movie after the Matrix trilogy.
0: I made the same mistake because I loved Speed Racer as a child. My dad and my sister and I used to watch Speed Racer all the time. And that same week, because it came out, I don't know if you remember this, it came out the week of the first Iron Man movie.
1: Oh, that's rough. And
0: my friend and I went to the movie theater and she's like, what should we see, Speed Racer or Iron Man? And I was like, I don't know about Iron Man. Let's go see Speed Racer. And we went and saw Speed Racer and it was terrible. And then the next week we went back and saw Iron Man and she was (laughs) just like, you're a fucking idiot.
1: (laughs) I don't know about this Marvel movie thing. I don't think it's going to take off.
0: It was the first one. I know. know. We had no idea.
1: That first Iron Man's amazing,
3: too. It
0: is so, so good. Yeah. And I think I also, that same friend for a while, we went to the movies every week uh, because we lived right by a movie theater. And I also accidentally talked her into going to see Indiana Jones 4. So, like, I'm, I'm two for, I'm like, 0 for 2 on that one. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad year for movies. But,
3: yeah, that's why they did Speed Racer.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's Speed Racer. There's also a girl dressed as Hot Dog on a Stick, which is, the costumes in this are real wild. And then she's uh, dressed as Audrey Hepburn from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Smoking. She looks great. And as he walks in, he sees Johan, like, dip her and kiss her. Yeah. And she then is like, I talked to Christabel, she's happy to see you, but she's a little like she's in her cups basically. Yeah. And Christabel runs out in a full bride costume and is allegedly super drunk and is like, I may have misjudged you and then has like, oh, she rips like a sick fart.
3: Yeah, I couldn't believe it on it happened. <laughs> I could not believe it. My
0: favorite is the line right after it, which was, it wasn't a smelly one. I can tell by the way they sound. (laughs) She ends up spilling drinks on her dress. It's like a whole thing. Yeah
3: she's a nightmare she's my ex-girlfriend in this moment
0: well here's my one frustrating thing girls farting shouldn't make them a nightmare no Everyone i meant farts, spilling get drinks get and being with... just
1: a general like oh, yeah, drunk, yeah 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 drunk and disorderly yeah yeah no. yeah baby fart on me but yeah
0: like ladies normalize farting in front of dudes dudes fart all the time
3: did mikey just say you can fart on me i'm, re- I'm here for it or something like yeah, that Yeah, and
0: good we should put that on your dating profile
3: yeah we should
0: <laughs> anyway so june comes over and is like we need a minute <laughs> excuse Excuse me. And so while they're figuring out her dress, he sits down with Johan, who's making pesto gorgonzola tort rings, which sound amazing. Oh, they, I sound, was like, they
1: looked good. They sound <laughs> good. Give me
0: those. Yes. So he basically is like, hey, I'm glad you guys are happy. You're wonderful. Everything you do is wonderful. I've never seen June happier. And this is where Johan just turns into a unbridled monster where you're just like, oh, Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're horrifying. Oh my God. Where he's like, once I put my mind to something, I get what I want. And essentially he implies that he targets vulnerable women, gives them makeovers and then sleeps with them because quote, they're grateful. He's implying that he does this specifically so that women feel indebted to him. And I say this as somebody who one time a guy came up and tried to hit on me by telling me that. They prefer to date fat girls because they work harder in bed because they feel like they have to. Oh,
3: oh, Paige, that's disgusting. So that naturally, that worked, right? Like that's like a super turn on to you when people treat you like shit like that?
0: Not not at all. But in all fairness, that guy had no idea that I was dating the hottest one of his friends at the time. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know who, who came on to who? It was, it was not me. So like... You know what? Fuck that dude Yeah, get it
1: I had a girl um, hit on me And then call herself a chubby chaser Oh, that's also not a good look And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this Because people are into what they're into And
0: sometimes that can come into it But like, don't lead with that Well,
1: also, I was working out a lot at the time And like, I felt Mm. like really good about where things were at And then like, I was like, I guess not (laughs) My in shape is someone's fat fetish. (laughs)
0: weight, Weight fetishes are tricky also because like it really depends on where both people stand in agreement on being fetishized and enjoying the fetish. And it can be real troubling and problematic. And I would say instead of that, just tell people what you like about them as a person and parts of them you find attractive and unique and don't make it weird. (laughs)
2: and ladies
0: and and ladies yeah I meant guys as like the royal we (laughs) like us
1: (laughs) yeah people humanity you can do better
0: here's the thing I, I started dating my husband and then eventually saw pictures of all the women he dated before me and I was like Oh, you have a weight class, sir. <laughs> 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 and now we joke about it. But like, that was that was a thing that... That's a joke that came about after we'd been together for a long time. <laughs> like, sure. You know, it's real weird to lead with that or to be like, you look a certain way and so you should be grateful that I would give you this attention, which is essentially right. what's happening in this movie and it's very messed up. So anyway... He tackles him and they break up the fight. He ends up talking with June outside and she's basically like, you couldn't let me be happy for like one minute. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, he's the devil. He said that you'd be grateful. And she's like, I am grateful.
3: Yeah, she's like, I'm really just trying to get this dick right now. Can you back up off my shit?
0: And also, here's the thing. She is an adult woman who can make her own choices. He is a hot slice of man cake. Yes. Here's the thing. Him being a monster or not, If she wants to do that, it's her life. Right. Maybe she's like, I just want to attack that chest right now. I'll tag you back. Like whatever
3: yeah i do like that he tells her what he found out but if she had decided to still go through with it for like a one time like i mean i'm still gonna hit it i'd have been for it i'd have been
1: like good for you girl she's decided that she's absolutely going to hit it (laughs) Well, and he he talks to christabel about it and
0: christabel agrees and she's like nate she's an adult yeah if
1: if she wants to be with him that's her decision. And now that she gets laid, you can get laid. Yeah, she's Ooh. like, let me cheer you up, Nate, by, like, going to my lingerie walk-in closet.
0: Well, she first she says a deal's a deal.
1: Which, which is makes also it seem, weird.
0: It's mad transactional, and it's real yeah. upsetting. Uh, And then she lets out one last fart and reveals that she has got like a whoopee cushion under and that she's been manipulating him all night and, quote unquote, testing him. And then she says, when you care about someone, you overlook their flaws. And I'm like, I think that's what this movie thinks it's saying, but it's really not. No, (laughs) what
1: she said, what she did to him was like very bad manipulation. And that's a huge red flag. Yeah,
3: it's, it's. all of this whole movie's a red flag. This whole movie misses its own point as much as Shallow Hal does.
0: Oh, I hate Shallow Hal with a fiery fucking passion. Well, I, oh, I that,
3: so sorry about did. next week. Oof. Oh <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm just joking. Fuck you.
0: If you wanna hear me just like scream for a whole episode. Anyway, <laughs> she takes him to the lingerie closet and has him pick one out. Which I thought his pick
3: was a little boring.
0: It was pedestrian yes
3: i would have picked nothing in that closet
1: well i don't know it's a big closet i would assume there's some like weird good great things in there
0: you know like the whole no. bell
1: curve of that well
0: here, here's the thing we're gonna get to the nothing like yeah. there's no version of this where she doesn't end up naked so that's all that's a given so pick something fun to unwrap yeah but like yeah i i was kind of like i mean even of just the stuff we saw in that closet. He's like,
1: would you uh wear a bra for me? <laughs> do you have a
0: matching <laughs> bra and panty set? You do. That you got from,
1: I don't know,
3: Walmart?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no shade. Walmart's got some good shit around Valentine's Day. Apparently.
3: I didn't realize they sponsored this movie, but yeah, they're doing all right.
0: <laughs> I, I just remember walking through Walmart around Valentine's Day. I don't remember what we were there to get. It was like something specific.
3: But you know what you walked out with? Oh yeah
0: no, I, di- I didn't uh, They had like Cupless negligees And stuff And I was like
3: Damn. Good for you girl Your honor, Let's do it Let's go To the Walmart <laughs>
1: Roll back Those hips And those prices <laughs> Clap them cheeks and
0: clap for savings. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so he goes to June's room to get candles. Meanwhile, June is at Johan's place. And Johan uses that line on her that, was your father a baker? Because you got such great buns. And she pauses for a moment. And this is where I really wanted her. I wish we could see her stand up for herself.
3: Yeah. And we don't get it. I also would have been fine if she got, she like looked at him like that and then was like, all right, just once. <laughs> <laughs> of we, like
0: she does it and then at the end, she's just like, you're welcome. And then yeah. walks out like <laughs> with something. Anyway.
3: That would have been great. Yeah.
0: So, Meanwhile, back at her house, he goes into the drawer to find the candles and he finds his valentine with her name across it. And we get like an alternate flashback, which I'm guessing must have been a later, like after, I don't know. But where June is trying to strangle herself and he hands her the valentine and it's like he's crossed out Cristobal's name and put her name on it. Yes. Because as a kid, he was like, oh, it's sad she doesn't have valentines, whatever. Yeah. And... So seeing that, he comes back to Christabel's room and he's like, can you put your clothes back on? And she's just like, okay, weird. And he he reveals that he stalked her at one point. And then he's like, dude, I always thought it was you that I was into, but I think I gave the Valentine to the right girl now that she's hot, you
3: know, (laughs) like
0: it's fucked up.
3: It is real messed up, yeah.
0: And Christabel's like, well, you gotta go tell her. And he's like, okay, are, is, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm Paris fucking Hilton. Like, what are you
1: talking about? I don't like you. Yeah, I have never liked you. This is why this is a transactional sex thing.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so he <laughs> rushes over to Johan's house, and as he drives up, he hits the trash can, and we just hear the sound of, like, a foley of a cat, like, yeah, yes. <laughs> that was, like, in the cans, I was like, oh, no.
3: But that is like the cat version of the Wilhelm scream because it's the same cat scream they use in a bunch (laughs) of other movies. Uh, So he
0: runs up to Johan's house and knocks on the door, and Johan opens it, and he's like, June? Meaning that June has already left. Yeah. So she did stand up for herself at some point.
1: But we're not going to show it because that would be like too almost like a good movie.
0: That would give her agency into her story.
3: Yeah, no.
1: I think she used and abused him and then bounced.
3: Because he was expecting her to be, like, all grateful and stuff, but it was so good, and she left, and he was like, oh, no, did I fuck up this amazing thing? And he did. He did fuck it up. Mm-mm. Like, she broke it off and then <laughs> left. With it in her? <laughs> like,
0: snapped, yeah. snapped it off like that scene in Teeth. It's like, Ugh.
3: I have not seen that, but that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Oh, shit, Todd. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's a horror movie. I know it is.
0: I love teeth. So Tall Todd goes to the boardwalk. Yeah. And he's like, don't say a word. I'm here to tell you I'm in love with you because her feelings don't matter in this movie. And so he does this <laughs> it's, whole speech.
1: It's, this is a bizarre scene as well.
0: Uh, he does this whole speech and he's basically like, I, I do like, it, it fumbles until the very end where he's like, I don't deserve you because I didn't take the time to see who you were. Which I was like. Thank God someone acknowledges it, but also still not great. Yeah. Uh, But then the thing that I do like, because in her speech, she's like, I'm not the girl people chase after. Yeah. Then for him to come back and be like, you are the girl people chase after. I'm chasing after you now. Yeah. Now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not before. That was gross. I do like how she
3: sort of interrupts him and says. You're out of breath.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's the girl that you run to out of breath. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was sort of cute. And, and
1: that's, that's the, movie. the
3: movie. Of course, after they kiss. So what did you guys think about the movie, having seen it and talked about it?
1: It's terrible.
3: Yeah. I mean, I hope I never have to watch this again. And having seen it twice, I'm very upset with you, Mikey. And I wouldn't recommend anyone watch this movie. Like, I don't think you should watch it. It's not so bad. It's good. It's just bad.
0: Uh, The telegraph uh in the uk just had a two-word review that said astonishingly sexist
3: (laughs) (laughs) and if you look this movie up on rotten tomatoes
0: where it does have a six (laughs) percent wow
3: that's generous
0: it is generous uh the they have like a little what to know critics consensus and it just says the hottie and the naughty is a crass predictable ineptly staged gross-out comedy that serves little purpose beyond existing as another monument to Paris Hilton's vanity. (laughs) I mean, Uh, it's not wrong.
3: It's not. And I can't wait to tell you what I know. I cannot wait to tell you what I know.
0: I'm excited.
3: Paige, let's hit us with your fun facts. I got to know them. Hit us with those fun facts up.
0: so i was able to pull some zillow pages for some of the houses on the street next to theirs because okay. we know exactly where those houses are yeah uh they are in malibu right along the pch um kind of closer to the santa monica pier side the lowest i found was 8.5 million with the ocean view and yeah. it was not in good shape a house closer to what johan's house was is closer to 29 million. Yeah. Now, that's expensive. Along that same stretch of beach, if you're willing to settle for cliff and mountain views instead of the ocean view, so the other side of the street, you can snag a 3-bed, 2-bath for a cool 4 million. Oh, cheap. Yeah, in fact, one of them on the other side of the street was the exterior and specifically only the exterior for Duley Hill's house and she's all that <laughs> at the house party and the reason i know is cuz they haven't redone that front pavers that have those big rectangular ones where she like cry, like stumbles and cries yeah uh and if you want it it's going to cost you 3.8 million with no views at all
3: wow okay that's yeah. nuts
0: it is nuts uh when this film was released in the united kingdom it was advertised as the number 1 film but smaller this print, is the one of the ones
3: i wanted to tell you but yeah keep going keep going it's amazing
0: smaller print revealed that it was number one in the internet movie database's bottom 100 which is true at the time so it was advertised as being one of the worst movies of all time
3: but it made it look like it was the number one movie yes it was really small print in fact i looked up the poster you can see the poster online yeah and the print mm-hmm. is insanely small
1: it's so funny yep.
0: Uh, An article in the February issue of the Houston Chronicle in 2008 determined that, based on the box office receipts for this movie, an average of 28 people per theater saw the movie opening weekend. Yeah. Total for a weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It is the director's first and last feature film. Uh, June Diane Raphael of How Did This Get Made fame and a lot of other things fame. Yeah. Auditioned for the role of June but did not get it. Oh,
3: thank God.
0: Another person who auditioned was an aspiring singer at the time named Stephanie Germanata, and she was actually considered for the role of June Fig but ultimately it didn't pan out. So she continued working on a little album called The Fame and four months after this movie was released to the day she would release the song Just Dance which would go nine times platinum. (laughs) It was the second song ever to surpass the six million dollar mark in paid downloads and The Fame would go on to spend 108 weeks at number one on the billboard charts and just recently this past year received its sixth platinum certification Needless to say, I think Lady Gaga dodged a bullet.
3: Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) That is really funny. Oh, man, this could have ended it before it began for her.
0: I know. Uh, And finally, this film was shot in less than five weeks.
3: That is not surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: And uh, Tom Putnam was the director, but he's the first and last time as a director of a major motion picture.
3: Wow. Okay. That is amazing. And those are our fun facts. Thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk some box office. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you guys think they're still
1: together?
0: (laughs) Actually, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. They might be.
0: For her sake, I hope they both go to some therapy.
1: Agreed. Sorry to interrupt. Let's do box office.
3: So Paige took some of my uh, box office stuff and her fun facts, but that's fine. I'm just glad someone brought it up. Anyway, (laughs) so what do you think the budget for this movie was back in 2008?
0: I tried not to look it up, but I think it's actually expensive just for the interiors of this movie. I'm gonna say it's like 30 million.
3: Okay, I think it's like 26. Okay, it's actually $9 million, so it's much less than you guys oh, thought. Oh, wow. But okay. that's
0: not cheap. Well, there's no names in this movie other than Paris Hilton. So right. literally they paid Paris Hilton and then made everything look mid-century cool. And that was what they spent on this movie. It's
3: funny that you said that they paid Paris Hilton. The producer for this film, and I assume the funder of this film...
0: Is Paris Hilton.
3: Is a little company called Paris Hilton Entertainment... Yep. So I'm pretty sure this was her project. Yeah. By the way, Paris Hilton Entertainment is still in business. And if you go on LinkedIn, she is the chairwoman and CEO of Paris Hilton Entertainment. And it started this year, 2008.
0: <laughs> she, she's responsible for producing her cooking show that's online. That I mean, don't watch it if you enjoy like cooking. Do watch it if you enjoy someone not knowing where anything is in their kitchen.
3: Yeah. So, okay. So it was $9 million budget. What do you guys think it made in its opening weekend? And Paige sort of talked about this a little bit. I think I saw it. Okay. Is it 600000 Paige, do you want to guess? I'm actually going to guess less
0: than that. I'm going to guess it's under 100000
3: Okay. So it was, and I purposely did not tell you what place it was the weekend it came out because it was 59th the weekend it came out and it was beat by and i'm gonna give you the top five even though there's just no there's a shitload more movies in between them uh fool's gold was number one welcome home roscoe jenkins was number two hannah montana and miley cyrus best of both worlds concert tour was number three the eye was number four and juno was number five and then there's a bunch of other movies than the hottie and the naughty was 59th, it brought in $27,696 its opening weekend.
1: Wow.
3: And because that was its only weekend in theaters, that is its total (laughs) domestic box office run. (laughs)
0: Woo! Oh man, I do know that I think I saw Juno this weekend or thereabouts. That's right around the time yeah. when I saw Juno. And I saw it alone in a in a pretty empty theater and just cried the whole time. Yeah. It's a
3: beautiful film. It's very, very good. I wish we'd watch that. <laughs> Instead of this. Is that a rom com? No, it's not. It's it's more of a coming age for Elliot's character. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so it did do about $1.5 million internationally, probably because the false advertisement on the, in side. the UK. In the yeah. UK, actually, I did read that in the UK, no one really fell for it. It was it only made thirty three thousand dollars in the UK. I oh did read that, God. which I think is hilarious. They had to like dupe people into only making thirty three thousand dollars. <laughs> A
0: lot of the reviews from the UK, because it got reviewed by like every major paper in the UK, yeah. cited that. Where they were like, by the way, it's one of the worst.
2: Yeah.
3: So it went on to make a total of $1.5 million on a $9 million budget. Oof, magoo. That's the kind of loss you can't come back from unless your dad owns Hilton Hotels.
0: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how did, for all you know she paid for it with her sweet sweet house of wax money. <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway, that's your box office. Oh Thank man, you for that
1: box office.
3: Yeah, this week Mikey made us watch the Hottie and the Naughty. Next week, I'm gonna make you guys watch a movie that I heard Mikey talking about last week, and I was sure he was just like making it up because it sounded so crazy. He didn't tell us the name of it. I literally just Googled You just Googled it? I yeah. So I <laughs> I literally Googled Paul Rudd dead girlfriend haunts him (laughs) while dating and it came up. It was like the first thing. So we are going to watch over her dead body next week. (laughs) (laughs) It also came out in 2008. It's a
0: bad year for movies, man. I know, man. oh that's man. That's also the year that Remember Me and that other one were on the blacklist was 2008 too. Oh, 2008 right. is a black hole of entertainment.
3: It's the writer's strike, man. It
0: is the same year as the writer's strike, yeah.
3: I did just look it up. It's available to rent on Amazon and a few other places. So All right. your homework for next week is to get wine drunk yes. and watch Over Her Dead Body while reminiscing about maybe an ex-lover that may have passed on. The trailer is
1: amazing
3: <laughs> <laughs> i actually didn't watch the trailer but i was so sure that you were like putting movies together in your mind and like because it was just such a crazy yeah. premise and then i typed it in there and it came up i could not
1: believe it i was like oh my god we're doing this i've gone down a really deep rabbit hole of bad rom-coms <laughs> and i have like ammunition i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick a good one next time i think
3: uh so mikey do you have a review for us to read soon Well, while you look one up, I will tell them how they can have their review read on the podcast, and that is simply to leave us a five-star text review, and then Mikey will read it, perhaps. We'll see. Mikey, who's you going to read this week? Okay. Whiny
1: Cat says, this podcast completes me.
3: Aw, I love it.
1: Oh, okay, good. Even if you don't like (sighs) romantic comedies, listen to this podcast. Yeah. The banter is amazing, and Todd, Paige, and Mikey have great chemistry. Aw, Agreed. While taking my daily walk, I sometimes laugh so hard that I have to stop because my legs won't move. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give it 10 stars if I
3: could. Aw. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Five stars. (laughs) Well, Whitey Cat, thank you so much for that Awesome five-star review, we really appreciate it And leave us a five-star review if you want to have Mikey read your review So, um, yeah, guys If you like this power thruple that we have here On this podcast, make sure to check out Our other podcast, The Horror Virgin And that is the only other podcast that Mikey And I are on, but Paige Gets around, and she is on two Other podcasts
0: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige.
1: I'm Mikey.
3: And I'm Todd. And you complete us. To completion.
0: Are those shoulder blades? Or yeah. Shoulder I just...
1: blades? <laughs> Is your dad a baker? Because I want to fuck you.
0: Oh. <laughs> Girl, you must be Jamaican because Jamaican, Jamaican me, me crazy.
1: crazy. Let's go halfsies on a baby. Oh
0: no. Mikey, gay now <laughs> <laughs>